0: Is like it when I have someone in the Artichoke Music Cafe who I've enjoyed and admired, but have never met. One of those people is Sarah Clark, who is here in the cafe with me. I've known about her for years and years for her singing with Dirty Revival. They were getting ready for a tour with Galactic when we all got smacked down with the virus. That has not stopped her. She's been doing a lot of live streaming. She's heading up the Musicians in Solidarity organization and is involved with a new label, People Music. We'll talk about all those things. It was great to finally meet Sarah Clark. Well, Sarah, thanks for coming in.
1: My pleasure. Thanks That's, for having me.
0: I, I appreciate it. I really do. Because <laughs> it's, you know, I appreciate anybody who goes anywhere these days.
1: Right. Well, it's a challenge. It but is. It's it is. Nice to get out of the house and be seen. So there's that.
0: <laughs> and you have a son in the other room.
1: I do. And he's being very good and quiet right now. We'll see ah, how long that lasts. Okay. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Donovan. And how old is he? He's is nine years old. Oh, boy. And we're doing that fourth grade homeschooling. Oh, geez. Oh, distance boy. learning and it's just it's quite a yeah. challenge i mean he's he's i think he's doing great but it's i think Good. it's more challenging for me than it is for him <laughs> to be honest <laughs> but well right. right right right
0: right you're supposed to send him off to be in school ideally
1: <laughs> ideally <laughs> ideally then that's when i'm supposed to work too also is when he's gone i work um and then you know we get the evenings together but that's just not how the cookie's crumbling these days so
0: <laughs> i see you live performing all over the place
1: I have been I've been performing a bit. Yeah. 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 Trying to keep it, you know, safe and healthy. But I, I mean, performance is such a big part of who I am and what I love to do that, you know, I went four months or so without doing it. And I felt uh, like a shadow of myself. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. been lucky to to work with some people where I get the opportunities to we've do, been doing a lot of like outdoor shows and parks, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and that's been like a lifesaver.
0: Well, I watched the, your solo show.
1: Oh, yeah! What was
0: that like for you? Was these, you said that was like the, one of the first times you've ever mm-hmm. done that?
1: Yeah, wow. it was very scary. <laughs> was what very
0: was scary, scary about it? Because it's mean, just you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm very. I'm like. I'm used to having a big, um, comfort blanket that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. You know my band and, um, or any band really, and so yeah. to to be on my own. And it's like very vulnerable, you know? Yeah, and and, yeah. and there's, you know, no one to fall back on. Here and comes that's somebody. A, that's a challenge. Hey, buddy. The is scaring you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of a recorded interview. Do you mind yeah. taking a seat and oh, chilling out? Sorry. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Love you lots.
0: <laughs> Must be release. a Seahawks fan. Okay. He is a big Seahawks fan, All just right. like that's his good. father. Okay. <laughs>
1: well that's what you get when you bring a child to an interview it's okay it's okay
0: I've had I've had all kinds of people in here I had had one one woman in here who breastfed the whole time she was uh, yeah
1: I mean kids gotta eat true (laughs) this is part of living
0: gonna happen (laughs) Uh, so uh, tell me about that experience of of playing solo like that first of all you know how did you choose the tunes and were you were you nervous
1: I was uh, horrifically nervous and So it was all music that I had written in the span of COVID basically. So, um, it was like, there was a lot of emotional, um, weight in that music. And, Mm -hmm. and I really felt like I wanted to try and challenge myself to, um, do the thing that, you know, I've always been afraid of doing, which is putting yourself out there as a, and just a solo entity. This is, I'm just doing this thing. Um, no bells, no whistles, no frills, no nothing, and um, yeah, it was it was a very um, emotionally heavy experience. I was very huh. scared, huh. and huh. I felt very weird about it afterwards. And you know, I've I've I haven't actually listened back to it or really some, no.
0: Oh, you should. It was wonderful. Oh,
1: thank you. Um, <laughs> I have. You that's shouldn't. always been a thing that I've ever a hard time listening to my to myself. So
0: wow, yeah. that's interesting because you project so much confidence. <laughs>
1: Well, that's, well, that's on stage good. That's no you do <laughs> I mean
0: you're, you're 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 ruling the stage there Sarah that's,
1: that's really nice to hear <laughs> thank you um maybe it's uh maybe I don't know that's interesting I feel I do feel you know in, in the moment of performing I feel like I'm in that moment and so maybe that is what people are seeing um and then after that I'm like oh what, what did I do <laughs> you know like was it good I don't know I They're don't well thank, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. <laughs> you know, because uh, you're so present and you're so powerful and you know, you sound so great. Man, oh man. Oh,
1: that's really kind wow, to to wow. hear Thank you very much. Oh, I mean, you should go
0: back and listen to that solo thing. I I you know. Really I need should. to make a point of you it. Should. I've you just should. been
1: kinda
0: I think you might like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'll get there. I'll get
0: there. <laughs> and you're you're like that with your other recordings? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um oh
1: yeah you know i i just i you know i i mean to be completely honest i think part of it comes from a lack of uh like you know like a musical training really and Uh and so it's really like or just like you know i think a lot of musicians go through periods of really not of like you know, that moment where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just doing yeah. stuff and I'm yeah. not sure if it's good and then yeah. and, and all those question marks and then, you know, work through it to a point where, and this is like, I'm lucky to be around a lot of musicians that do this where it's like, yeah, mistakes happen. Yes, it's part of the music and yes, it's okay and no. I just haven't quite gotten to that point of being able to um, accept that it's never going to be perfect, right? So um, all I can hear are the mistakes and so that, and that makes it hard for me in in a lot of ways, I think I probably if I were to face it more, it would be less difficult.
0: <laughs> Nobody who's watching you knows that. <laughs> There's no clue.
1: That's well, to
0: any of that <laughs> the for the people who different. look at who people who, who watch you.
1: That's a, I mean that's positive. That's good. I I don't I don't want to be exuding a, a lack of confidence. No, you don't. Sure, no, just the opposite. I I definitely you know it's like I mean everyone but everyone has their things and everyone struggles yeah. in their own ways and um, I don't think I'm unique at all in that. I just. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a process, you know, and yeah. Does, does that
0: affect you when, you, when you're when you recording?
1: Oh, in big time. I'm really? like, I, huh. I, I think that recording is my weakest huh. place as an artist because um, I'm constantly in my head. I like, at least in front of like an audience or when I'm like, I don't know, there's something about the organic feeling of, doing something live where I I can disconnect for a moment and just be there in, in, in that space. Huh. Um, but when I get into, like, a booth with with headphones on, I'm, like, just overthinking every little thing. And so – and I feel like I can hear that in a lot of my recordings. I'm just like, oh, that was me overthinking that thing. And that was, like, that was my 20th take on this one part that sounded almost exactly identical from the first one because I wasn't happy with the first one. You know, it's like I can, I can tell – yeah. It's, it's well
0: you should just stop because you're fabulous.
1: Oh well thank you. I mean <laughs> no I I appreciate that. I also um you know, we all have ways that we can improve and but I definitely do think that my like um, I I would like to get past my insistence for like perfection yeah. air quotes that people yeah. can't see in this interview, but I'm yeah. air quoting. <laughs> um but I do I, I think that has also helped me Become the musician that I am, you know, yeah, is that I, yeah, I do have yeah. really high standards for myself. Well, you
0: know, you do have to hold yourself up to a high standard, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a big part of it.
0: But then but then you reach that standard, don't uh, you?
1: I don't know. Do artists ever get... Well, do you that, ever get to that? <laughs> you know, like, I don't think... I think that if you get there, well, then maybe you your, your experience with music has completed right when you're at no. the point where you're like i've learned no, everything no 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 there because there's learn.
0: always one more higher
1: exactly that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> there's also gotcha. one, so that's gotcha. like, that's yeah. where i'm at yeah, is yeah, a, yeah there's definitely always um <laughs> uh, a place to go and yeah. so um i think that like when i get to the place where i'm like i've figured it all out i don't need there's nowhere else for me to go is maybe the moment that music is no longer um for me yeah. and I think and I don't think that anyone's ever really there but if that's the mindset then well, then what's what's the point
0: <laughs> well that's why John Coltrane kept practicing
1: I mean that's right <laughs> I mean I think some of my favorite like mu- musicians are like great p- at practicing great yeah. At, at, yeah. at honing their uh, understanding that there's always something to learn and sure. something to work on sure sure
0: so. I had Steve Berlin in here from Los Lobos. Oh, the saxophone player from Los Lobos. Yeah, and he has spent. He told me he spent the entire pandemic so far relearning how to play the saxophone. And Los Lobos, Los Lobos have been around for a, for a million years, <laughs> and he's been their saxophone player. And he has, he had to, he relearned how to play the saxophone from 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 Jump. Wow! Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah.
1: I mean, because I think that's important. I I like, you know, especially, and I think. You know, as as for me as a vocalist, I'm aware that with a lot like touring and doing stuff, I like formed a lot of very bad habits with my voice. And so taking these this like prolonged break Uh has I mean, and not that I've I don't know that I've made the absolute most of it, but it has allowed a lot of healing, um, Uh you know, until we had a city full of smoke for a week. But (laughs) um, I mean, even then, it's like a lot of healing and the ability to start again from with like a with a healed set of vocal cords yeah um, yeah and so i think that there's something i think that's kind of a cool thing the idea of relearning yeah yeah,
0: Just, yeah. You
1: have a, they always have the opportunity to break those bad habits doing so like you that.
0: were you were go, you were getting ready to go out with galactic when, yeah. the, when this happened oh man
1: we sure were yeah that's um, man, oh
0: man oh man uh.
1: that's a rough one you know that yeah. was like i mean you know for a band like ours We, I mean, we've been road warriors for five years Mm -hmm. and, and it's not always been easy by any means. And there was, I mean, a lot getting to the point where we were going to go on the road with a band like Galactic was like us breaking into that space that we've been working so hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was like, it was a hard hit and, and the band has taken a, like, it's been a very hard COVID for the band. I'm not sure. Uh. I mean, I'm not sure that we're going to survive the whole thing. But, you know, I mean, that's as is life. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it was was a disappointing hit. And that would have been such a great tour and so much fun.
0: Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've gone through a lot of mourning over that. Yeah. And a lot of hard feelings knowing that, you know, I mean, just like any business in this time. Right. It's like. Is it sustainable? Do yeah. we keep, you know, paying yeah. off this van that we're no, not sure we're ever going to use again? Right. <laughs> like, right. do we yeah. sell it? If we start selling that, do we sell everything else? If we do that, do we just dissolve? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: and and that's kind of where where we're at.
0: We're just hanging on, also, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> by our by our fingernails. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. it's a challenge, yeah. you know, and yeah. and and to be honest, like the the road life is really difficult. yeah really really and the
0: best of times
1: at the best of time i mean yeah i I, like was just actually talking to my friend i'm sure you know uh peter Knudsen. Uh he tours with ghost know we were talking about this last night just how even like with a band like that where it's like holy crap you guys are doing everything like the coolest stuff yeah it can still be hard it's still hard to be on the road like there you're still in a van with however many people all the time and driving Constantly and stopping at gas and eating gas station food and right. trying to source vegetables so you don't get scurvy or whatever. <laughs> like you know, it's Jeez. like I mean, it's a really challenging. It's challenging. Yeah, your yeah. health, the physical health and mental health suffer. And but there's so much positive about it too. So and I miss it. I miss it a lot. I miss the road a lot.
0: Oh boy. Well, it's great that you have been getting to perform. Yeah, that's uh, I'm lucky know. to have that. I'm yeah. Lucky to
1: have a good yeah group of musicians around me that also want to create.
0: So, uh, what, what is your role in um, Musicians in Solidarity?
1: Um, I'm the founder and the president <laughs> <what I> <laughs> of, the <laughs> of the project and of the, of the entity, and um, yeah, that's been a wild ride, but it's been very...
0: Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I it kind of it was born out of a place of like deep hurt, frustration, anger, uh-huh. pain um, after... George Floyd's passing. Yeah. I don't, passing is not actually the right word. Murder. I think murder is the right word. So thank you for, yeah, that needs to be recognized. Um, yeah. You know, the entire country was in upheaval. Um, I was so sad and scared. You know, I have a, I have a young black son. Mm-hmm. I was just scared. I'd be like, what right. is this world? What does it mean? I don't know. And so as I'm like, like so many Americans and maybe specifically black Americans trying to process what's happening in our country. I was also confronted with all of these festivals and venues uh-huh. and things that were still just kind of operating as if nothing was happening in the uh-huh. world. Right. Uh-huh. And I started feeling really angry about that. Right. And, you know, that anger was like, it was just, I mean, you know, it's like if you're going to hire black artists, if you're going to celebrate black music, you need to celebrate black people, too. And you need to stand up for black people. And if you can't do that, then what are you doing? Yes. And so that like and so I think originally it was like that was just basically the idea behind it. Like if you if you're going <laughs> to. if You're going to celebrate black music, you need to celebrate black life. Yes. Um. And and so, you know in creating the like Facebook platform, there was a lot of like instant push behind that. There was a lot of people Mm -hmm. that were like, oh, this seems like a positive thing. And then, you know, it kind of morphed into something that at first and again, like, and I will completely own this, that my, my anger and frustration was right there with it. But it was kind of this like call out, like cancel culture platform, Mm -hmm. um, which I like, I think it's important to identify places that are refusing to stand in solidarity or Uh are not safe for, for black performers or like any number of things. But I like quickly honestly felt a little uncomfortable with that uh, focus Uh and specifically because I felt and I still feel very strongly that the, that there's gotta be, A way to move forward Mm -hmm. and not just to constantly focus and call out only the negative. Yeah. Because that's depressing (laughs) and it will remain that way. Right. And so it was just uh, everything after that just kind of rapidly fell into place. I Mm -hmm. had this Facebook group that was growing out of control and there was like so many people and all these like fights and arguments and things oh, and that was not really working with me and so I reached out and had this kind of group of people rally around me as Facebook mods and those group, mm-hmm. same group of people are now the board of musicians in solidarity wow. because they were just like okay what do we do how do we like what are, like what are we even doing like what's the plan here and yeah. so you know, the more that we talked, and the more that we focused on the needs that you know of of BIPOC artists, um, and BIPOC citizens, it was like, uh-huh. okay, so like, what can we provide? We can provide safe and equitable platforms. Uh-huh. We can work with existing music entities to um, have maybe like equity trainings, or uh-huh. or help them be, go beyond the performative aspect of solid of what solidarity means. So. Yeah. Beyond Instagram, beyond Facebook, what can you do within the business that exists to be a more equitable business for people of color? Um, and then, like, you know, sup- and then, like, long term goals support um, BIPOC individuals that want to open up businesses within the industry that, you know, don't maybe have the same infrastructure that's surrounding them, which is, like, you know, the problem with race in America is that there's a lot of people of color that are lacking that infrastructure that's where the systemic issue comes into play right like there's Mm -hmm. there's not people don't have the same uh resources right available to them
0: yeah
1: so can we create those resources Mm -hmm. can we help you know fiscally if we choose if that's if that's the way or do we um you know direct people to like oh you need a cpa here's Mm -hmm. someone that can offer that to you Mm -hmm. here you know and and really like try to build um you know a, a positive foundation yeah for people of color that want to operate within the industry and need that positive foundation um and so that was you know that was kind of the things that we identified as being um important to mm-hmm. the organization and we filed for 501c3 status in mm-hmm. June and uh, just like the organ- i mean just like the federal government it's like a little slow well, and so yeah a little <laughs> We'll hear about, hopefully hear back from them very soon, um, yeah, but it's being processed, and mm-hmm. um, you know we've paid all the fees, so I, I don't anticipate yeah. it being any issue. It's yeah. just yeah. It takes time and we've been and we you know we're already have nonprofit status in the state of Oregon, and
0: uh-huh.
1: we're just you know working with multiple groups around the the city, and
0: are you seeing accomplishments?
1: yeah i think so 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 far i mean like as far as the platform side of things goes we've been able to um through like community support and, uh, and otherwise raise almost ten thousand dollars to uh-huh. put towards like performers of color right uh-huh. like in their performances and support them in that way uh-huh. which has been great that's amazing um as far as the um you know working with existing entities to help them find a space of equity within their businesses we are and i don't want to speak too much on it because a lot of these things are in the process gotcha. but we've been talking to groups around mm-hmm. portland that are have either reached out to us in a like we want to do more type mm-hmm. of way mm-hmm. or um that we have we've reached out to because we've heard um community feedback um, mm-hmm. or testimony that m- made us feel like maybe we should Uh reach out Uh and those have been those conversations have been going really really well um you know and it's and it's kind of an interesting thing i don't know that uh, this is all kind of new um we're treading like unknown water you know so a lot of it just takes you know people that are patient and Uh actively want to see change and want to work to find that change and are willing to Kind of have whatever difficult dialogue it takes to get there, mm-hmm. um, and and like and in that I honestly am very proud of our city. You know, I've I've grown up here my whole life. I've experienced an incredible amount of racism in Portland. Yeah, and I am. I I guess I I was not expecting as much open-mindedness, uh-huh. um, frankly, to be honest. And so mm-hmm. that's been a very impressive uh-huh. side of it for me uh-huh. is to see okay even if there are hiccups in the way people's yeah. hearts are in the right place yeah. we just have to yeah. be patient with one another to get to that end game yes
0: yeah well the word the word solidarity is, is, is a very positive word
1: yeah yeah
0: you know i it mean is. it really it it, it, it it indicates a a bonding bringing together and um you know it's just a very positive very, very positive it's a yeah. an old union word
1: yeah you know right exactly you know, well and, uh,
0: uh, and the, the, the famous union song, Solidarity Forever, because the union makes us strong.
1: There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, I think that that's important. I think that yeah. it goes, and, and, you know, and part of my, my whole, <clears throat> I don't know if like a, it's a dream necessarily, but the way that I, I thought of it and the way I still continue, continue to think about it is mm-hmm. that, um, you know, there's a lot of problems in this world and I, I can't change them all. Um, you sure I can, (laughs) you sure I'm positive, (laughs) but I can start in the industry that I'm familiar with. I can start in the space that I know the most and try to affect positive change there. And so I think that if every, like, and I do believe that if this was like something that we all took and ran with, it could Uh be like nurses in solidarity or like chefs in solidarity or whatever. It's like to build that equity. Doesn't need to come from some like, you know, overarching umbrella entity like the government or whatever. No, it's like a it's a communal reparative process. That's that's the community saying, yes, we recognize that there's been challenges and we are willing to put work in to Uh rectify those Uh challenges Uh to the best of our ability. And that to me is far more powerful than any financial restitution that the government could like give black Americans to make Uh slavery. Right. It's like, no, this needs to be coming from the entire community and the world that we live in that they say, okay, you know what, this is wrong and we want to fix it. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm very, I'm very proud of the work that I'm proud of the work that we're doing. I'm really proud of the board that I work with. I, it's been such a fascinating ride and without them, um, I don't know that it would have ever, ever gotten to this place. I'm very wow. grateful wow. that there are people on my side. And that's a beautiful experience. Excellent. So. That's
0: great. Yeah. That's really good. Man. Okay. So people music. Tell me about that.
1: People music. Oh, this is my favorite topic right now.
0: <laughs> good. Um.
1: So. Is it you your know, label? It Well, so, uh, no, it's our label. Okay. <laughs> it is the collective
0: uh-huh.
1: we. Uh-huh. We are people music. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting um, experience. I, you know, the idea came from this place of, again, like when we were talking about with, you know, musicians in solidarity, taking the world that you live in and, and trying to affect change within that small yeah. space. Um, you know, the music industry has not been on the artist's side for ever, ever, and like, ever. It never has it ever, not been. for
0: one moment, not
1: for even a, a second. No. Um, and so I think that a lot of, I, I don't think, I know that
0: at least what, it's not run by the mob anymore.
1: Right. Well, is it though? <laughs> is it not? Because it feels that well, way. I feel very
0: record labels are, are, they're not important anymore. I mean, they are <laughs> and they aren't. Right, but but management
1: companies are and they still have people signing the most absurd contracts of all time. I like I truly I think that the 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 music contract itself, whether it's signing with a label or a management company Uh is they both are predatory. Right. And and they and the idea that someone in order to share the art that they create has to like give away 50% of their rights to their own music is absurd and insulting and should never be. Right. And so like that, you know, with people music, that's like, like, well, what if, what if that wasn't the case? What Uh if, what if instead of having, and I guess like label is, was like the first term that, you know, I kind of like it's the umbrella term that makes sense to call what this this project, this collective. Yeah. yeah. Um, but truly, it's not. Because it even, releases music, right? Because that's what. Yeah. We yeah. facilitate the release of music for artists. Right. But like it's more truly of a, of a collective, of a family of people. Mm-hmm. It's like about educating artists on how to be able to do it themselves and do it effectively to create a space where people can create music that reflects them without. Feeling um, tied down to yeah. something like because yeah, the yeah. best art that is made is when people are free, yes and people aren't free with record labels they're not free with management companies right. they just aren't right. so right. like what if we were to do our best to provide that freedom to people mm-hmm. and you know i mean I, it's it's been a very interesting thing i i've i've never felt probably more like strongly about something ever in my life because I th- I think, I mean, I've signed record contracts that yeah. I've hated. I've signed management contracts that I'm, I'm actively fighting against right now. Yeah. Like I, it's just not right. So how can we try to make it right? And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm very blown away by, I mean, for, well, first thing is, is that it's a challenge, right? Because it's, mm-hmm. it's expensive, <laughs> like releasing music for people and, Especially if you're talking about, you know, providing uh, production and doing things and like helping musicians get feel that freedom. It's Uh like there's there's that whole issue of funding. If we're not taking money from the artists, where does the money come from? Right. Um, And so that's something that isn't been an interesting. Interesting waters to navigate, but I have a lot of faith that, you know, we'll get there.
0: What artists are involved in this?
1: Um, like artis- so we've been working. Uh, we've released music so far from Greater Kind, which
0: who just were, did a li- uh, live stream on OMM o- o- Live on Sunday. Oh yeah, okay, yeah.
1: well that's amazing. So, Greater Kind, you know Charlie Brown, Peter Knudsen, yeah. yeah. and Koila um, Moawako, mm-hmm. and then we released Dani- Danielle Barker, Danny Danger, mm-hmm. her first two singles um, that she's ever, her original music that she put out, which is powerful beautiful uh-huh. music um we are we have just gotten done with the release again of Corey Lemuaco, mm-hmm. two singles from him and we are the next project that is going to be released is blossom um oh yeah full, oh yeah a full yeah, yeah, yeah. ep from her wow. um
0: hey um, we need one from you
1: <laughs> well i mean we'll see you know
0: i no well, no no so
1: no. i do think And I, and I, you know, this is something that I think is important to say that, um, you know, music is one of those things that you have to be there with. And I've been feeling very creatively blocked, but I don't feel blocked in helping other artists achieve what they need to achieve. And so I'm very happy right now in that facilitative role. All right. But I don't know that it's going to last forever. I like music is... Well, My, we want to hear you. <laughs> well, you know, you will, you will. I promise. Um, you know, but for now i I'm finding a lot of, um, healing in, in uh-huh. doing work for others. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. that's, and that's yeah. just important to recognize, I think. And, uh-huh. but yeah, so that, I mean, that's the, those are the artists that we've been working with. We have more that are coming, you know, I don't want to give away too much, Okay. But there's <laughs> stuff happening. I mean, it's very exciting. And, um, you know, I, I really am so impressed with the community mm-hmm. and the amount of effort and love and honest to goodness, like positivity. It makes me like I'm a little like teary thinking about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I understand. I'm
1: yeah. very blown away by um, That's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it is really wonderful. It's like yeah, it brings you a yeah. lot of hope, you know, and a lot yeah, of yeah. <coughs> the people that are involved in this are you know, they're significantly younger than me. They're like I'm like this is what this is where the music industry is heading, and that just gives uh-huh. me so much hope for uh-huh. every aspect of our future, our collective future. Yeah. Um I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't I couldn't possibly be.
0: That's great. Yeah. That's really good. Congratulations. Thank you. Was this your idea?
1: No, not at all. Um oh. it was a I think it was brought to me um, uh-huh. by several people and I I was just blown away by the whole idea of it and kind of <laughs> pledged my allegiance if you yeah, will to yeah. do whatever it is I can do to see it come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been that's that's been my role is just like oh we need this, how can I help make that happen, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. been a very very um it's like empowering, you know, to yeah. to be able to help something come to fruition and really inspiring to watch the rest of the team do what they're doing to make it happen. And I'm, I'm really blown away. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just totally blown away by, by the hard work that's gone into it. The selflessness, there's like such a huge lack of ego involved, even to the point where like I, you know, I, I think there's like you know we don't like to use terms like owner we don't want there to be that uh-huh. like label these things that like are yeah. you know yeah. center individuals uh-huh. that's been such a big part of the conversation uh-huh. is not centering like any individual it's about this collective it's about this we and i think that that in itself speaks volumes about the um direction the project is going
0: and well what how is the decision making what's the, what's the decision making process then
1: well, so, you know, there's four of us that have been kind of, you know, in this facilitative role since uh-huh. the beginning of the project. Yeah. And we meet. I, we actually had a very long meeting last night. I'm going to see them again tonight. Um, we meet very often. We talk constantly. Um, and it's a very, it's like, it's just a communication thing. And and the thing uh-huh. is, like, the idea is that we have this small, maybe call it like a nucleus that uh-huh. is maybe just like the original original seed and that will grow eventually to incorporate Mm -hmm. more people. And I'm not Mm -hmm. really sure what that would look like moving forward, but Mm -hmm. I know for now it's all about like very honest, open communication and keeping in mind the like vision and mission statement of the project Mm -hmm. with every decision that is made. So does it support the artist? Is it for the artist? Then that's what we're doing. If it, if it's like, you know, and, and that's been hard, you know, we're all conditioned. We're musicians. We're conditioned to like we've been conditioned to think about money sometimes right. over art we've been conditioned to right. think about um contracts over people we've yeah. been con- so it's like sometimes we'll, we'll veer down this other path we will like okay well like, what, how are we going to make money well maybe if we just you know and we'll start going directly down that label path and mm-hmm. have to stop and confront that yeah, yeah. like what is this? is this like people music speaking or is this like you know like trauma survivors of the industry speaking right right right. that's what's happening so let's back Uh, it up start uh, again uh, uh. and move forward from there and i that so that's i mean i think every decision that is made is coming from that place of of you know love for the art and and then we check ourselves we stop and we're constantly checking ourselves Uh so it's been a really uh it's really interesting too like, cause you're really confronted with your own habits uh-huh. and your own experiences. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And having to break those things. And, very true.
0: And that's it's true. a challenge. It's, it's the biggest challenge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. It really, really is. Um, yeah. But it's like, it's I mean, been a very valuable experience. Making the
0: music is easy.
1: I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, especially <laughs> breaking
0: for, your own, breaking your, your, your habits <laughs> is really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm blown away. I like the, you know, this group of people working with them and and their passion for Mm -hmm. the project and just seeing how much like how much how far they're willing to go Mm -hmm. to make it happen is like it just it keeps me like top tier invested, you know, Mm because I I, it's like it's just inspiring. Wow.
0: So. So what's the next next the next release?
1: It's going to be Blossom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. very excited for that. I mean, yeah. Blossom is such a phenomenal songwriter and yeah, vocalist yeah. and kind yeah. of just entity her like whole, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It's like her sphere. Her uh-huh. is is just like very beautiful. And uh-huh. um, I'm... Well, really, she's got the right name for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I know. It's perfect. Um, So I'm, I'm very, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to hear. I'm like, uh-huh. and I've been you know, more in a uh, like administrative role. Um, yeah. A lot of the others have been working more on like a pr- production side of things mm-hmm. and get to listen to the music a little bit more than I do. But whenever I g- yeah. hear what they, it's yeah. just like such, I'm like, wow, you guys are like creating this sound. I think yeah. that's another big part of it too, is that I'm like, there's, this is like a sound. It's not yes. just, yes. it's not just, you know, music. It's just like, this is like a collective sound that's yeah, like yeah. coming out of Got this thing. It. I'm just, what's really
0: lovely. Wow. Huh. So did you start on piano?
1: Uh, well, like as a, no, um, yes, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did take lessons when I was younger for a couple years, uh-huh. but I had a really, I struggled a lot with classical training uh-huh. um, and uh-huh. then just kind of fell out of it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Were you singing then?
1: Yeah, choir stuff. I mean, uh-huh. I I was in choir through like middle school and uh-huh. I and in high school, but then after high school, I just, I didn't, practice music in any way until wow. actually until donovan was born uh-huh. so i think the you know the first time i revisited that part of me and you know actually you know held a microphone in my hand for the uh-huh. first time and sang on a stage was when i was 30 wow and so that was a yeah big wow life change he was like a big catalyst for that in my
0: life yeah did you sing him lullabies
1: all the time <laughs> all the time I do a lot of Mama Cass and really, yeah, she went to my high school, really. (laughs) Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, Um, she had the
0: filthiest mouth in school, I would imagine. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I guess I could imagine. Um, but yeah, I I definitely sang him a lot of love. I some old Bing Crosby and Grace Kelly tunes, really, like high society. Yeah, yeah, just
0: little true love. Yeah, Uh yeah, that was, was, uh, I
1: still sing that to him.
0: That's great. I love that song. That's great. It's very
1: (laughs) sweet. Um, You know, Billy Joel too. What can I say? I'm a sucker for it. Um, But yeah, you know, he his birth really. I was not going anywhere. I was working multiple jobs, Uh restaurants, bars, and um, you know worked at New Seasons for a very long time. And Uh um, and I was like, I was miserable. You know, this is like not who I was, not what I wanted in my life. And I wasn't, um, I wasn't really focusing on that until I had him. And you know, when he was about two years old, um, that's when Judah Revival was also born. When Donovan was two, I yeah. was approached by an old high school friend uh-huh. who was like, "Hey, come sing! We're just like jamming in the basement. Come yeah. sing with us!" And yeah, I was like, yeah. "What? Like, no?" He's like, "I remember you used to sing in high school. You used to be so good." You know. And so I, um, I did, and I like, and then I was like, "Holy." this is like what I've been missing. Like I didn't realize that I hadn't nurtured that part of me. Uh And, um, and that was then dirty revival was born from that basement jam session. And Uh then that's, I just ran with that.
0: Wow. Me and the boys, new Orleans influenced.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of influence, you know, I wouldn't, It's like really interesting. People always ask those questions, like who influences you, and it's like, well, who doesn't? (laughs) I think that's a better question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I could, I could probably hone it in a little bit easier to say like what I don't like versus what I do like (laughs) or something. I don't know. Well,
0: Zig liked you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's true. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that was a really fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Was that with his band? Um, Zig and George Porter and. Leo. John Medeski oh. and Woo. Eddie Roberts. It was like a, it was a crazy man, like f- super funk band. Yes. And so yeah. So we just a really funny story about that. We were in the green room in this green room at Ophelia's in Denver. Is small. It's very small, and um, we were like, should we even be back here? Because like, there's like, and there was like, you know, food everywhere, yeah. and like. Yeah bottles of alcohol and all this stuff and we're like and we're just like don't touch anything obviously none of this is for us so just like sit (laughs) there and we're like (laughs) like, okay and I think it was Ben Turner actually like go Uh he's like he's like okay, there's like water I'm just gonna drink the water and that's probably fine so he grabs this thing of like Fiji water and cracks it open and he's like taking a sip just as I think it was like George Porter's base tech comes back. He's like, "All right, you guys can have whatever you want. Just don't touch the Fiji water." And was uh, <laughs> like mid-chug. And that's he's like, funny. Shh, and the guy's like, "Oh no!" And so that was like the one thing we weren't supposed to touch. Like, <laughs> so you'd think water would be safe. But it was like, no. That's funny. But it was a great show. We had such a blast, and yeah, yeah. it was a very, it was like a master class and uh-huh. literally everything. So <laughs>
0: that's great. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: It was. It was beautiful.
0: Huh. Well, it sure, it'd be nice if you could get back on the road again.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. Mm. I really, really, really miss it. Yeah. I really miss it. Miss it. Of course it you do. Yeah. I like. There's something really special about going from place to place, and yeah. Especially, you know, in the last few years, where it's felt like this. What is this world? It's a crazy place, and everything right. is like you feel very detached from certain groups of people and from just people in general. It's like anyone outside of your bubble isn't safe you know and like Uh that's kind of how it feels and so to go from city to city and kind of break down those conversations you know to perform for people and share that part of yourself and they're receiving it and giving it back and it's like this very cyclical positive Uh um loving relationship and to be able to do that from big towns to small towns all across the u.s is like really changes that conversation of isolation yeah you know it's like no we're not alone we're just not maybe communicating the right way with one another yeah yeah yeah. That was like, it was just very valuable to me, that experience of, uh, uh, uh. Uh, you know, feeling
0: connected. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad to hear that you're busy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. What I need now is like a job that actually pays me. <laughs> so,
0: well, it makes two of us.
1: <laughs> right, I no, right? Like, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, um, but, so, you know, fingers crossed someday.
0: One of these days. Right. Yeah. i will come back. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I and you'll I, be ready.
1: Well, and in whatever way like it's the great thing about music and art is that it just can't die, right? Like right. the need for it is the need to create and the need to receive it is just there. Um so you know, people will figure out a way. Yep. to make that happen and I All right.
0: Well, listen, thank you so much for coming in.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I
0: really appreciate it. You've been terrific. Thank you. uh, What a great time. Yeah, yeah. I love your stuff. And, you know, just I'll play some dirty, some, some, uh, some dirty revival on my show this week, next week. Well, yeah, I I make them. I I have to, I do them um, remote, remotely now. So I'm, I'm, I'm always three weeks behind.
1: Well, you should check out. You know, Chance Hayden and I just released a single. Yeah. The Come Down. Yeah,
0: that's, I'm going to put that up uh, as our featured video. Oh, awesome! Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah, yeah Chance
1: Is it, was a, such a doll to work with. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm really I've been grateful, Chance,
0: for for years and years and years. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. We yeah. had him and and uh, and Shelley in here, because oh. for a while we were doing uh, video episodes. Oh yeah. This, when this when everything was open and you know you could do that, and I did a series of um, uh, we did a series of. Of couples, who are, who are both working musicians, Oof. and uh, we had the two of them in here, and they were, they performed, and it was really we had a good time.
1: It takes a really special people yeah. to be able to pull that off. <laughs> I well, know. It, like you yeah, know, really, be like in, really a, yeah. in a place together, it's like yeah, that's it's very a lot true. Of, very true. Lot of stuff. Okay, yeah. Very special. So okay, yeah. thanks a
0: lot. Thank you. Really right. appreciate you.